CurioCast's Podcast Emporium. Sometimes entertaining. Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love, and have forgotten as well. With me today is the wonderful, the lovely, maybe sleepy... Yeah. <laughs> Heidi Samuels! Hi! I just woke up. <laughs> yeah, um, this is our third time uh, trying to record this episode. Yeah, it's definitely cursed. The curse of guy that we're talking about i wasn't sure if i was supposed to say his name uh well we're talking about gladiator i guess we can say that yeah but we're recording this uh in heidi's time 10 p.m i mean 10 a.m yeah i which isn't that early i just have <laughs> been very, like i don't know i was up at four for some reason and there was it was bad i don't know uh we're talking about gladiator yeah i'm pretty sure you know what gladiator is at this point uh, I, I know what he looks like. I don't super know what he is, just because of, like, ghost audio curse time, but... what What is he? Not a gladiator. He's not just, like, a literal gladiator. Um, no, but it no. is the nearest Earth equivalent to his title. Right. So, I think he was purple. Yes, he's totally purple. Okay, I didn't even notice that at first when we were first recording this because he was his costume is ridiculous. He's got like tights, but then like thigh high, ridiculous like boot things, and then he's got like a Doctor Strange collar and like. Oh, he also has bicep pie gloves, which I don't yeah. think is a thing. <laughs> but he's he got has like them. opera gloves. Yeah, going to the he opera. Also- and he has Doctor Strange cloak. Uh, he, at this point, he's a leader of the elite core of the Shi'ar Empire. I mean, in, Shi- in Shi'ar Imp- Empire's Imperial Guard. Okay. Um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, he, uh, the Shi'ar is a race of aliens. Okay. That play a pretty big role. Like, they're one of the big races of aliens in the Marvel Universe. Um... The Inhumans are technically not aliens. They're humans that had their DNA altered by the Kree. Okay. But they're one of the space people. Uh, then there's the Kree. Yeah, it's definitely weird to have a race of alien also have the same name as, like, a tribe of Indians. Cause, or Native Americans, I guess, I should say. But, it, like, cause I always confuse the two, and I'm like, wait, what? Well, no, it turns out that tribe is actually nothing but aliens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, there's the, the Shi'ar, the Inhumans, the Kree, the Scrolls, the Titans, which are like halfway godlike beings from the moon of Titan around okay. Jupiter. <laughs> okay. But they're like, eh. Then humans are like one of the big <laughs> but races, like- <laughs> but like Shrubs. those are like the six. I want to say the six main like big races of like powerful people. Okay. I mean, there's others, but like those are like going to be the main focus of a lot of the stories because they they are 
the big ones. <laughs> um, so he first showed up in Marvel in a Marvel comic, of course. Why did I say Marvel? Oh, uh, <laughs> he first showed up in the X Men one one oh seven, where no X Men has gone before. Which was okay. released in October 1977. The creator was Chris, Chris Claremont and Dave Cockrum. It's a, pretty much an all-star team there. Oh, uh, well, nothing yet has been revealed about the origin of Gladiator. Um, he leads the elite corps of Imperial Guard, which protects and carries out the personal directive of the Magister or magistrix. Yeah, I didn't know that was a term. That's cool. Well, I see like I'm I'm pro like getting rid of like like yeah, the gendered true. gendered yeah. prona- gendered um nouns and stuff that you know are for titles and stuff, but I will make an exception for the tricks. Yeah, they're suffix, pretty cool. Yeah. Because you know what the te- you know what the, technically the term for uh, a female aviator is? Is it aviatrix? It is, yes, it is such a cool term. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. Oh my goodness. Why don't we just replace them all with tricks? That would be cool. I would be okay with that because what would that mean? An, uh, an author would be Arthrix. Okay. Well, maybe that's a little Arthrix. <laughs> I like, I, I like that one kind of, but only yeah. because I like saying tricks. Yeah. At the end of it. Uh, a Cooper would be a Cooptrix. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Illustrator would be an illustratrix. Oh man! Oh my god, that sounds like a like a cyberpunk thing. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. That's, well, that's why that suffix is really good because it just sound makes everything sound like we're all robots. Yeah, I'm, I'm pro being robot. Yeah, we we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I think both me and you are both down with robots, like one hundred percent. His first encounter with Earth people came. Is when he came with the him and the other guard to battle the X Men on the order of the Mad Shi'ar Emperor Dakin. That's a t- that's a good title too. Like the Mad Anything. That's pretty good. Oh wait, the Mad uh, Magistrix. Oh man. Oh my God, that's such a good. Okay, like we talked about like the D and D character thing yeah I'm going to, I'm yeah going there's to, gotta be a mad magistrix in somebody's there's, campaign there's going to be a mad magistrix and she's going to be evil sorceress that's uh, crazy yeah obviously uh, that is so cool okay yeah uh, this is this has been great for me planning out adventures yeah <laughs> <laughs> um then uh his then Dakin's sister uh leandra became the magistrix and then the Imperial Guard obeyed her because they're soldiers. Lilandra. I don't know if you know this, but you know you know who Professor Xavier is, at least to some extent, right? Oh, sorry. I was just saying most of my exposure to the X-Men is the X-Men Evolution cartoon that was on Teletoon when I was a kid. So, Well, did you know that ex- Professor Xavier had a space alien girlfriend that was bird-like. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. Uh, because, like, there's a whole Phoenix saga thing 
you know anything about Phoenix? Nope. <laughs> okay. I don't want to get into it too much, but let's just say there's a sp- cosmic entity called the Phoenix that is a, a fiery raptor, as in the bird, not the not not the lizard um that inhabits green jay a green green jay yes uh jean gray and she becomes a phoenix for a while and then becomes a dark phoenix and then she dies and then she comes back as herself okay (laughs) when she was phoenix she was actually the cosmic entity cosplaying as jean gray and she was actually in a cocoon in the bottom of i think the hudson bay and then okay. she was reborn out of that. It's X Men, um, yeah. in comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but whenever she was in Phoenix form, the first time she destroyed a bunch of Shi'ar stuff. Oh, okay. And then she was put on trial. Uh, Lilandra's sister, Deathbird. His name is Deathbird. Yeah, I was trying to like figure out a thing to say about that. That I was just like, I don't know. It's that's. I'm conflicted, because it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of just like, yeah, I'm a death bird. Well, death bird is a mutant Shi'ar, who, okay. who is basically, she went back in evolution to the point okay. where they didn't have residual wings, and they could actually fly. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so she was even more bird-like than all the other bird-like people. <laughs> uh, like that bird. Yeah, like, yeah. Special guest bird. Stuff happened. He's a 6'6". So he's a tall boy. He's a full foot taller than me. Yeah. I guess I'm short. I don't... Why am I comparing myself to an alien? He's supposed to be a (laughs) Superman-like character. Yeah, that's that's just setting yourself up for, like, sad times. Well, well, let me... I, I Just wait until I tell you his powers, because... They're bonkers. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, he weighs 595 pounds. Okay. He has blue hair and blue eyes. And purple skin. Did we mention that he was purple? I think I did at the front, at the, sorry, the front, the beginning of the podcast, but I, like, I didn't even notice it because his costume was crazy. Which yeah. is saying a lot. If I don't notice that your skin is purple... You've yeah. got a crazy costume. Yeah, because that should be like a pretty big thing you notice, like yeah. fairly quickly. Yeah. Um. Well, um, he's like stupid strong, like lifting up a build, like lifting up a skyscraper strong. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty stupid and ta- strong. Yeah, it's like stupid strong, and like, and I read a lot of like superhero stuff, and he is stupid strong compared to <laughs> other people I've seen. Yeah. Uh, so he is the most powerful mem- member of the Imperial Guard. In addition to his extraordinary strength, he's virtually invulnerable and has survived uh, an explosion of near Nova Force uninjured. That's ridiculous. <laughs> However, he is able to... He's uh, vulnerable to certain unspecified uh, wavelengths of radiation. So, okay. so I have a question there. Yeah. Do you, are you getting a vibe that he might be based off of someone? Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> is he just like Superman? But yes. Uh, let's go. He could fly at speeds rivaling those of spaceships. Okay. 
Oh, he can fly faster than the speed of light, which is faster, technically faster than Superman. Okay. He can survive unprotected in the vacuum of outer space. He apparently either does not need to breathe or can survive long periods of time <laughs> without uh, uh, without uh, breathing. As he flies through outer space without breathing. Hopefully he doesn't <laughs> breathe, breathe nothing. Oh, man. Uh, oh, he can, Okay, wait, wait. Sorry. Catch me if you heard this before. He can produce an intense, intense heat, possibly infrared radiation, beams from his eyes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, the heat is comparable to those produced by the stars. That's ludicrous. It's super ludicrous, Chris. <laughs> it's super luda. <laughs> Gladiator cla uh, himself claimed to be capable of moving planets and flying through hearts of stars. He may have been uh, indulging in hyperbole. Okay. Does it say that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> like, he might be covertly employing Shi'ar technology to amplify his powers. Uh-oh. Yeah, so he might be doping. Oh, also another thing that they showed is that he totally has enough breath. Like, he could definitely blow the flames off of Johnny Storm <laughs> when he's in flame form. And when it, by the way, when I said he lifted an entire building... I'm not joking. He lifted from the bottom of a of a skyscraper and lifted it up. That's oh man. <laughs> they don't mention in this because it's a I think it's a retcon thing. Is his power is based off of his uh, belief okay. in himself. Aww. So if he believes, so basically, if he has a really strong confidence in himself, which is most of the time, he is the most powerful thing in the room. That's also very Gurren Lagan. Yeah, it's yeah, it is. It's very Gurren Lagan. <laughs> yeah. See, if you believe in the if you believe in the me that believes in you, you'll yeah. always be strong because I believe you're really strong. But like, there's been some things where like people kind of knocked his confidence or like told him that his causes aren't noble because he has to believe he's noble and just in his stuff. Okay. To believe he's that strong, because like, why would he be protecting? Why would he be a coward and be protecting something bad or whatever? Right. So, like, he has to believe in himself. That's that's great. <laughs> or, oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, he might be like a Naruto. Oh, yeah! <laughs> no, no, he's exactly Naruto. <laughs> he's very powerful and he believes in himself and never gives up. <laughs> yeah. Also, oh, no. he's been in a lot of really boring things. So, we should probably get the plugs. You can find me at HeidiSamuelsArt.tumblr.com and also at Heidi underscore Samuels on Twitter. Yes, you should look You should look at Heidi's awesome art. Please they, do. They, <laughs> it turns out that they are real good at doing art stuff. Yeah, I would hope so, because <laughs> I'm studying it, but, you know. This is Jesse. I have a podcast called Ray Dub Sampling, which is a... Podcast where me and my lovely podcast cohort, Carrie Nelson, goes through random stuff on Wikipedia. I also have a podcast called Turn to Page, which is a choose-your-own-adventure book podcast. I think my cat can teleport. <laughs> oh, no. Like, like, he was literally over on one side, like, on one side of the room, messing with a thing, and I heard him messing with it, and then I glanced over to the side, and he was on the other side.
Oh, man. I mean, he might just be a fast cat. Like, I'm not going to take that out of the equation. <laughs> what if he's a mutant cat? He yeah, already has it? 12 <laughs> toes. Oh, What oh, if yeah, he also right. could teleport? He's that already technically pretty... a mutant. Now I'm distracted. Now I'm watching me. Okay. Uh, I also have a pot. Turn to page. I read Choose Your Own Adventure book and, and, uh, I read Choose Your Own Adventure book with a couple of friends and we adventure in junk. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can rate, review, subscribe on iTunes and your podcatcher of choice. Or you can give me cold hard cash, which, which would be nice. Uh, via Patreon or Redbubble, which you can find in the description and on the Facebook page of the same name of this podcast. The artwork is done by Ryan Healy, and this has been Alphabet Flight. May Conchie protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Good night. <laughs>